Welcome to this Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast. This podcast was developed by and for Amazon sellers to give you the latest strategies that are working right now to grow your Amazon business as well as how to plan for your future growth and lifestyle. You'll also hear from real active Amazon sellers who have turned their businesses around to grow and scale their businesses profitably. And you'll learn how they did it with real practical tips that you can implement into your business today. So in this episode, we're going to be speaking to a friend and a colleague of ours, Tim Peekman, who is the co-founder of Sponsored Profit. So hi, Tim. Welcome. Hey, buddy. Hi, Kirsty. Hi, Isaac. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good, thanks. So, Tim, before we get into all your awesome strategies on how to effectively use PPC to grow your business, and I know you've got some key actionable tactics that our listeners can actually take away with them and actually implement into their business straight away, which is awesome. But I'd love to first understand a little bit more about your personal journey and how you ended up co-founding Sponsored Profit for Amazon sellers. Uh, yeah, sure. First, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, my, my journey started back in 2015. So it was a while ago now, but um, I was basically looking for a, a way to break the nine to five. So to get out of my day job. Um, and I actually knew someone who was selling physical products on Amazon. So um, I looked into what he was doing and he actually bought a training course, which I then bought in 2015. And I went through it and um, came to one of their live events in, uh, in Vegas, as um, we've all been. <laughs> and um, I bumped into uh, another seller, actually. And funnily enough, he, he lived just down the road from me, literally 10 minutes down the road from uh, where I was back home in the UK. Um, and we started chatting over the week, course of the weekend uh, about selling on Amazon and mostly about Amazon advertising because it was something that, that I was new to and, and he had a little bit more experience, experience in. Um, and then I, I guess it was a year later, I think it was your event in 2016, yeah, yep. that, um, we met you guys. We heard uh, heard about your course and your your live events. So it's really the power of events that uh, got us all networking, um, and that's where we met uh, another seller, and we actually started helping out friends with their with their PPC and listing optimization just as a sort of sideline gig, and the the demand for that actually grew and grew, and um, then we ended up um, charging people for it, and then. And then we created an agency, which, which um, is now Sponsor Profit, and it's everything Amazon ads. Oh, brilliant. So you've co-founded that with, obviously, Daryl Patterson. So Daryl and, and Laura, Daryl Patterson, and Laura McCall. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And how long have you been um, working with Sponsor Profit? Uh, so it's just over 18 months now. So we founded um, yeah, a couple of summers ago. Awesome. Yeah. And we know that PPC, right, can be an absolute minefield for sellers. And I think one thing, and we, this is why we love working with you guys as well, because one thing that you guys do really well is simplify it down. And by simplification, it doesn't mean that that, it doesn't mean that it's not effective, right? But essentially what we're saying is, is, is how do you actually simplify Amazon PPC? So number one, people get it. And then number two, people can actually know which strategies to use where and when, right? Because there's a different strategy for when you're actually launching, for instance, to when you're, you know, maintaining a product. And, and vice versa. So, you know, understanding when to profit max, understanding when to invest. 
So how do you guys go about that? Because it's, it's actually quite a difficult thing to do, I think, for sellers. Yeah, exactly that. And, you know, the, the dirty little secret is Amazon advertising is very complicated um, and it can be overwhelming. So our main goal is to simplify it um, because people can get very overwhelmed. And, and like myself, when I first started, it was like double Dutch to me. So I had to really sort of go deep and understand um, what, what this, uh, all the terminology meant. Um, so, yeah, like you said, it, you have to understand what you're trying to achieve with your campaigns. So you, you can actually go for um, uh, either maximizing the profit, like you said, Kirsty, or you can actually just go for a, a launch mode. So if you wanted to like launch with PPC, you'd just be going for impressions and sales. So that won't be profitable, but it's more of an investment in the long term. Right. Okay. So how do you go about actually, you know, simplifying that down and getting people results? Well, if you're, if you're talking sort of first, when we look at um, people's campaigns, we, we ask ourselves, well, first of all, we look at the product and we ask ourselves like three, three main questions. Um, the first one is PPC, the solution, really, because a lot of sellers that are struggling selling on Amazon, they, they just think PPC is the silver bullet. Let's, let's hire these guys to take care of our ads. And, and actually, most of the time, PPC is not the, uh, the solution. Um, and, and it's mainly a number of factors that is either their, their own sort of conversion rates with their listing uh, or the competition or the marketplace or, or their current sort of traffic. But first of all, we ask ourselves, is, is PPC um, the solution for, for what they need for the, their specific product? Yeah. And just to jump in, one thing I think that a lot of people think is that, you know, they can take any product, put some PPC on it, and then it'll somehow just get sales and make profit, right? And that's just yeah. not the case. Exactly. Yeah. PPC or, or any, any advertising is just increasing the exposure. So if you have a product that is not doing well in terms of conversion, you increase that poor conversion and you can actually um, sort of really tank a business when you, you get a lot more eyeballs on a, on a poor converting product. Right. I think, I think that's a really good thing to have a professional obviously look at before they start throwing a bunch of money down the drain, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, kind of like the first thing that you would look at if say someone right now was was thinking you know what i need to ramp up my ppc what would you tell them to do first so number one you'd say what go and have a look at the conversion rates and and what would you suggest would be a, a good conversion rate to have uh, um we we have our own kind of uh, parameters yeah. already, but um you know what would you suggest before you actually start focusing in on ppc Okay, yeah, so we would look straight away at their organic um, metrics and if their organic conversion or their unit session percentage is below 10%, we would try and address that first. Um, so you're not going to get much return on ad spend if we dial, dial up the ads. But we would caveat that by saying if they've got a thousand impressions a month, that's actually quite a good indicator that the conversion rate is is just, if they're, if they're getting like 100 sessions a month, they, they could have a, a conversion rate that may be quite high, but it's it's not that reliable. So we would look for over a thousand impressions a month and, and over 10% unit session percentage. Okay. So that when you talk about organic, you're basically saying not looking at just the ad conversion. You're just saying generally on their store. Not even looking at PPC just yet. Yeah. So just in your business reports, looking at organic conversion. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, and everybody can do that, right? So you can just yeah. literally just go into your backend Amazon Central Central, have a look at um, unit session percentage. Yeah. And that's where you'll see the conversion rate and so you're saying above 10 percent, and then yeah. your sessions per month and you're saying over a thousand sessions per month yeah the, the more the better but um if it's anywhere over a thousand 
the unit session percentage has more reliability there. It's not really a conversion rate. It's it's close to a conversion rate. So for example, if someone was to buy like 10 units in one order, then that would spike that conversion rate because it's unit session percentage. Um, but it's close enough for us to look at it as on the organic conversion side. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So guys, I think the takeaway there would be before you chuck any more money at PPC, make sure you've got over a thousand impressions a month and then also a 10% conversion. If you don't have that, then look at, you know, your listing essentially to make sure that you can actually get that conversion rate up. So you've got a stage to do before you invest fully into PPC. Yeah, and obviously if you have a higher conversion rate than that, a higher unit sessions percentage, that's when you know it's probably time to like really start pushing the, the yeah. sessions more. Yeah, there's big opportunity there, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So that's the first thing you would do is look at the PPC solution. And then you said um, you had kind of three things. So what would be the second thing? So yeah, the, the second thing we would... Um, we would ask the question, um, does the seller have the right mindset? Um, I know Isaac's just touched on it now, and it might be quite controversial, but Amazon advertising doesn't work on every single product. You know, I said it. <laughs> um, <laughs> a, a, lot of, um, a lot of people will say, yeah, you just keep chucking money at it and it'll work, but that's not the case. So Amazon advertising does not work for every product. Um, and we've brought it down to three things. So um, looking at the product itself, if you've got enough profit, in that product, um, not just the profit margin. So if, if you had like a, a $10 selling price and you had a 30% margin, that's, that's $3. But that's $3 you can play with, with ads. And if you've got an average cost per click of $1.5, you can only get two clicks before you have to uh, make the sale. It's 50% PPC conversion. So that's um, you've got to be going some to, to do that. So first thing first, has that product got the right dollar amount profit? Um, depending on the marketplace. And um, then we look at the cost per click. So again, this is very um, marketplace dependent. Um, if your cost per click, say on average, if you have uh, $10 profit in a product, so if you're selling it for $30 um, and you could work on an average PPC conversion of 10%, then the average cost per click will be about a dollar. So that would work out to be a break-even campaign. So the three things are the, the profit in the product, the cost per click, and then the PPC conversion, slightly different to unit session percentage. We're just looking at the paid conversion. Mm -hmm. And what would you recommend or what would you expect that people should expect from a PPC conversion? So PPC conversions, um, it tends to be a lot lower than unit session percentage. Um, it is a, a genuine conversion rate. It's um, uh, units, uh, sorry, it's clicks and it's orders. So clicks to order ratio. That's how you work out your uh, conver PPC conversion rate. And anything above a 10% PPC conversion rate is really good. So we've seen, you know, 10, 15, 20%. That's actually really, really good. Where we've seen organic unit session percentage, anything, you know, some of the highest ones have seen like 30, 40, 50, uh, you know, it's, it's quite amazing. But the PPC conversions tends to be a lot lower than unit session percentage. Yeah. And one thing I think that's good to bring up right now is obviously we're talking about metrics, right? If you're not yeah. tracking any of your metrics or you're not paying exactly. attention to your metrics, you're definitely not going to want to spend any more money on PPC because you just, it's going like blind, throwing money straight out the window. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we, we identify the products um, with, with the biggest uh, opportunity that, that, that have these metrics that work or that, that actually break even or better um, and actually have the right mindset to understand that um, PPC doesn't work for every single product. You need to select the products in your uh, catalog or, or if you've only got one or two products 
make sure that they will respond well to uh, dialing up the ad spend. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So if someone right now is wondering how they could actually do that, essentially what you're saying is, is look at the cash margin in your product. Yeah. Um, also, we identified that you want to look at your conversion rate and then understand what your cost per click is. So that would be by what downloading your search term report and understanding what that currently is right now. Yeah, you have to work this one out. This is the one that Amazon doesn't give you. So um, it's you know units, um, sorry, it's clicks and it's orders. So it's clicks to order ratio, divide one by the other. That will give you your conversion rate. Cost per click, Amazon give you in your um, campaign manager. They give you an average cost per click and then profit margin you should know. Um, when you source your product from your supplier. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a lot of things to kind of work out actually before you even launch yeah. the product, right? And that's something that we see over and over again is that people tend to forget that part of it. They they kind of focus on what their their profitability is, but they're not thinking about longer term around, well, actually, if I'm going to continue to sell these products on Amazon, you know, PPC is it could be a major part of that. So really baking in what the cost of that potentially could be up front as well. Yeah, and we're seeing more and more sort of growth in the whole ads uh, platform as well. So Amazon's moving from a fulfillment platform to a, an advertising platform. And, you know, gone are the days a few years ago when you could just throw something up and hope that it will take. Um, you have to really understand how to leverage advertising to actually be competitive now. So it's getting more and more competitive. Yeah. Okay, so you've got like, is number one, is PPC going to do anything for me? Is that the right solution? Number two, have you got the right mindset going in? So, you know, you've got to be able to invest, but also you've got to have the right numbers and understand the metrics. And then what would number three be? So then we would look at where is the opportunity? So we, we, again, trying to simplify everything, we we use the whole 80-20 rule quite a lot. So what is the what is the 20% of actions that will drive 80% of um, the reactions or the revenues? So so if you had a, a few products, which, which is the one that you start with, which is the one that's driving you the most sales? So start there to actually then leverage um, PPC. Um, and then even going, drilling down into that more. I mean, people ask us all the time about, you know, video ads, you know, demand side platform, display ads. The, the biggest, still the biggest or the granddaddy of, of Amazon ads is sponsored products. So we say start with sponsored products. Get your sponsored products campaigns set up correctly before you then even look to any of the new ad uh, platforms that are coming out. But that's the 80-20. So um, look at sponsored products first. And then within your sponsored products, um, what is driving the 80%? Um, and it's probably going to be, or it should be, your exact match keywords that are driving 80% of your sales because they're the most relevant. And then again, you can go deeper into which keywords in that exact match. So really using that 80-20 rule all over the all over the platform to try and get that biggest bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just would like to say like, you know, one of the things I always get from people is like, what's the new newest, latest strategy to get like the most sales <laughs> yeah. out of ads and all these like new things that you can try. It's like, sure, you can try that, you but try that it, means yeah. you're neglecting all the stuff that builds your business out of actual foundations. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not brain surgery. It's like, what's the most common, what's the most likely scenario. And that's usually where you need to spend most of your time. Yep. And you can do all the keyword research in the world. There's there's some great tools out there, but Amazon's actually telling you what customers are searching, finding and buying your products with. So it's actually the search term report that gives you 80% of that data that then you can use into your campaigns. 
Yeah. So obviously, you know, you have a few goals here with your campaigns and and that's kind of the, the I think the idea here is that it's not just about, can I use PPC for my products? Most cases, yes, you can. Some, some products, if you just pick like, you know, a custom made product that you've built yourself and there's no search terms for it because you've made it yourself, not going to really work with PPC, right? But most of the time, private label products, it's going to work somehow. So what's kind of like goal number one for essentially understanding PPC and how, what you should be doing with your PPC? Yeah. I mean, so the first thing we we try and do, I mean, a lot of people use the phrase, oh, my my campaigns are out of control or my, my ACOS is out of control. Um, you are Amazon's absolutely- taking all my money. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> taking the shirt off my back. Um, you are absolutely in control of your campaigns. Um, and I'll get to one of my sort of action actionable tactics in a minute, but the ACOS is totally under your control. So the first thing we would look to do is if we had our hands on a campaign or if we were coaching anyone is to get your campaigns under control, which, which is break even basically. So running at break even. So if those campaigns were to run, um, target your break even ACOS at your, your profit margin. So for example, if you had a, a product with a profit margin of 30%, your target ACOS should be 30, 30%. So if you are running those campaigns, you wouldn't be losing money. Um, and you could run those campaigns with the hope to then drive organic sales with that. Yeah. And that's, that's only that's if you're the spending, first goal. Yeah. That's only if you're getting all your sales from ads too, right? So if you're getting half your sales from ads, you're actually making profit at that point. So exactly. Yeah. It all depends what organic sales or organic ranking you're driving through, through these ads. Yep. And then, so um, what's the second goal that you'd be looking at? And then the second goal would just be to look to grow out these campaigns, but maintaining that break even ACOS. So Again, there's a few strategies out there, but this um, on, on the whole would be the next thing we would look to do. So we would try and increase that budget by keeping the same keywords at the same ACOS. And then once you've uncapped your budgets, as we say, um, you're not running a budget throughout the day, then we would look to add more keywords. Now, there are different strategies you can use for campaigns, but this is, these are the first two goals we would look to hit is get your campaign to break even ACOS and then start growing those campaigns with the use of budget and more keywords. But it comes as a sort of controlled effect like every week to, to adjust and, and optimize your campaigns. Um, yeah. But there are different ways of using campaigns. Like I, I mentioned earlier, if you were launching, you wouldn't be looking at your target ACOS. Um, yeah. If you were going for, um, if you were just focusing on profit, you would be targeting under your ACOS. So yeah, there's two different ways you can work to over ACOS and under ACOS. Yeah. And I mean, there's going to be a lot of people there out there that are going to be sitting there going, yeah, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to do this. And it's, it's not as complicated as it really seems. There's, there's certain things that you can do that make it very easy. And I think that's what you're going to kind of show us with these yeah, yeah, I got, tactics. Um, yeah. I got some three actionable tactics here that um, if performed, you can actually today make some changes to, to your accounts. So in order to, like I touched on earlier, to reduce ACOS or to, to control your ACOS, um, may not sound like rocket science, but reduce your bids, okay? But not just reduce your bids every time you go in there. So if you're, if you're managing your campaigns every week and you go in and reduce your bid by 10% on a certain keyword, and then next week you go in and reduce it by another 10%, you might, it might take you like 10 weeks to get to your, your target ACOS. So reduce your bids to below your cost per click. So take a look at your, your bid and your cost per click because your, your bid will be higher than your cost per click, no doubt. So if your first reduction of your bid 
goes straight and undercuts your cost per click that will have an instant reaction on your ACoS. So it's a big difference from people just reducing their, reducing their bid one week, reducing their bid another week, reducing their bid another week, reduce it to below your cost per click. And then you will instantly affect your ACoS when you go in and have a look the next time around. Yeah. And I just want to kind of point out some math here. So you said reduce it by 10% every week. And, and first of all, maybe people some people were using should, that strategy. Yeah. And some people might not reduce or, or monitor every week. So every two weeks or every month, and you do need back yep. data to be able to pull that information and stuff. But just for the math's sake, 10% yep. of the existing. So whatever you say, say not you're at dollar 10 Yeah. Yeah. So say you're at a dollar yep. 50, yep. you take 15 cents off next week. You're at 135, you take 10% off. It's not like Correct. you're going to reduce it Correct. to 0% yeah. by the end of the 10 weeks or whatever. <laughs> exactly. I just yeah. want people to be. But it just takes time if you're doing it that off. way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you'll see um, a lot, a lot quicker uh, results if you just reduce your bid to below your cost per click. Yeah. Cool. And then what would be your second actionable tip? Second tip would be now this is looking to eliminate current wasted ad spend. Um, we would go through, we use um, a pausing tactic. So any keywords with no sales currently in your, in your campaigns, we would just pause them. So they're not using up any more budget and we would focus on the keywords that are actually getting impressions. And so we could drive the budget through the keywords that are working to actually maximize the sales through those keywords. And that's so you from can, the search term report, correct? From the last 60 days, is that where you're pulling from? No, we'd actually look at the, the actual campaigns and just toggle the pause. Gotcha. So looking at the keywords and then just toggle across that pause. Next seven days, go back in. And if you've made more sales, then you can, you can untoggle it. But if you're just focusing the budget, on the keywords that are driving sales, then you'd have um, all, all the rest of the budget will just be focused, focusing on that same keyword, yeah. mm -hmm. if that makes so, sense. Yeah, and does that include, I'm just trying to think about when you would actually do that in the life cycle of a product. So say someone's um, launched a product, at what point would you suggest that you actually start doing this? Yeah, so again, it depends how aggressively they're, they're launching and, and with how many keywords, but um, this is all about relevancy. Um, if you can launch or start a campaign with the most relevant keywords, then you're going to generate the most relevant search terms to your product. Um, so we would, if we took over a campaign, that's the first thing we would do, or the, the second thing we would do, is to look to pause keywords that weren't generating any sales. So we wouldn't recommend you, you touch any campaigns after setup for the first 10 days to two weeks, just so Amazon can actually get a, a gist of what your um, campaigns are all about. Uh, and actually serve you up some ads and so you can get some results. But we optimize on a seven-day seven day basis in terms of we pull search term reports every seven days. Um, and then, again, depending on the size of the account and how much volume it's driving, you could do your bid adjustments and, and budget adjustments on the same time or, or maybe even twice weekly for those. Mm -hmm. And what would you say to people that say, but I didn't get any sales this week or last week, but what if I get them in the future? you know, with, on those keywords that you've paused? Yeah, uh, absolutely. You, you may get them in the future, but right, right here and now, you want to be focusing your budget on what's working. Now, different campaigns will perform differently over time and, and, and in different ad groups and campaigns. Um, so work on what's, you know, performing for you now and then just grow out. This is why I was saying, you know, the first goal is to get to break even. Then when you start growing out the campaigns, you know, you more often than not, you'll put another keyword in that will generate a search term that's actually the same as what you were bidding on before. 
So you're using Amazon and the marketplace to actually tell you what's working rather than you trying to force a keyword that is, isn't actually one being shown for impressions and, and two, it's not getting any good conversion rate. Gotcha. So people really, I think it's just that, that um, thought process of, but if I don't have it out there, then maybe I'm missing a sale, right? But basically what you're saying is just be ruthless, just focus on the things that you know is actually working. And then in yeah. the future, once you've got it, got the, got the product to where you need it to be, then maybe you can kind of research that part again. But essentially what you're trying to do is with steps one and two is reduce your ACOS at the same time as also trying to be set, driving the keywords that you know are actually going to work and then you can research later. Exactly that. Yeah. And, and like I say, the, the first step is is to get to your break-even ACOS. The second step will be then to build out the keywords. And I think it's important to just note that when you're bidding on a keyword, if you're using a broad and a phrase, you could trigger wider search terms. So you actually, you probably could show for the same keyword you're bidding on, but as a search term, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So when you're using broad and phrase, you're actually opening up to, to showing for more than just those keywords you're bidding on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously we know that you have different objectives for each campaign too. So that's kind of depending on where you are in your product's life exactly. cycle, you can start building yeah. out the keywords, like you said. Um, but we're trying to get, you know, the three most actionable, three, not two, you can yep. only see two of my fingers. <laughs> the three most actionable things. If you have a live product right now, how do you start making? Yeah. Them? These are the biggest impact. Stop wasting. Right. Yeah. And again, this is applying the 80, 20 rule. These three things, the reducing your ACOS instantly, you know, cutting current wasted ad spend that will redirect your budget to the keywords that are working. And then the third one, the third point is to eliminate future wasted ad spend. And we do this by using uh, negative phrase keywords. So for example, if um, you were selling blue widgets and you probably wouldn't want a negative exact or negative phrase, the term widget, cause that's what you're selling. Um, but if you kept seeing like the, the term red widget, coming up in your search term reports, you're not actually selling a red one, you're selling a blue one. So you take that phrase red and you put it in a negative phrase. So actually it would then cut out anything with the term red in it because you're not going to convert if someone is actually looking for a red one. Yeah, let me qualify that. If you're getting a bunch of sales and converting really well on the red one, (laughs) I guess you'd keep that in there, but chances are you're probably not. Yeah, if that's working, you'd keep it in there, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe, who knows? Maybe people are thinking, oh, I like red. And then they see blue and they're like, I actually, I like blue now. <laughs> it's probably a bad example, but yeah, yeah. I could have probably thought of a, a better yeah. example. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it really goes by then. That's when you have to, again, know your numbers, look at the metrics, look, examine your reports. And if you see something's not working, don't think in your head like, hey, you know what? Maybe one day somebody's going to look at a, a red version of this, uh, like search red version of this, and they're going to buy my blue one. If it doesn't yeah. happen, it doesn't happen. And it's probably not going to yeah, happen that often. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid to be proactive with this as well. And um, mm-hmm. this is just looking at the search term report. Don't be afraid to start off with campaigns that if you're selling gloves, you know, you could probably negative phrase hats. If you don't want to show for something that you know won't convert, um, that you're not selling at all, then you can start out the gate with negative keywords because mm-hmm. then you're just, at, you're, you're training Amazon from from the out, out the gate. Um, it's just a learning algorithm and, you know, we, we see a lot of people negative exacting and negative phrasing some of their main keywords, and it's just confusing Amazon. You need to be training it um, and, and allowing it to learn what you want to show for. It's crazy mm. how fast that Amazon robot learns, huh? <laughs> but that's, yeah. that's interesting because I think, uh, you know, when we started talking to you, 
One of the key problems for Amazon sellers is they feel helpless in this area. They don't feel like they're in control. You actually just said, you know, um, you are in control of your ACOS and you're in control of what Amazon sees or what Amazon believes that you're relevant for and what you want to sell on, right? You've yeah. just literally said it there and then. So I think the more comfortable you get with understanding the most relevant keywords, that's kind of a key piece of, of, of really maximizing your Amazon PPC. Because if you don't really understand what you're relevant for, yeah. then you're kind of leaving it up to the Amazon gods to hopefully like get you some sales through PPC, which is where I think people feel helpless. Yeah. So from what you're saying here is that stay in control, understand your main keywords, so understand the keywords that you're going to be relevant for, and then actually control through negative match, through turning off the, the ad spend that's not getting you any conversions, and you're actually just training it to focus on the stuff that's actually going to get you the sales and you're kind of, you know, controlling that piece, right? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. So um, three key actions there. So if I'm just going to summarize, to reduce your ACoS instantly, reduce your bids below the current cost per click uh, by 10% and keep doing that until you actually reach the ACoS that you want to reach. Uh, no, don't reduce it by 10%. Reduce your bids to below your current cost per click in a one foul swoop. And right, then that right. would instantly, yeah, affect your ACoS. Right. And then eliminate your current wasted ad spend. So pause the keywords with no sales. So yep. just focus on the keywords that are actually getting sales. And then eliminate future wasted spend by adding single negative phrase keywords. Awesome. So guys, just, just be careful with the single negative phrase. If you do, for example, add blue widget as a negative phrase, you've got to go careful because that will not show for anything blue widget. So right. we we're talking about single word negative phrase. So nothing, yeah. nothing that's relevant, basically just keep it like that. Just, yeah. Okay. Something that is completely irrelevant to what you yeah. say. Cool. All right. So three key things there that you can do. So I would suggest like, Go and have a look at those three key things right now after this, after you've listened to the Download podcast. Download a search term report. Have a look at it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and you will you should be able to, I mean, you do this with all your all your clients that you work with. And as you said, it's like the 80-20 rule, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I just point out that don't don't be going in your campaigns and don't be downloading search term reports every single day. There's, there's something called a sales attribution window. Um, and in sponsored products, you know, it's up to seven days. This means that someone could click on your ad, um, you'd get charged for that ad straight away, but they might not actually make the sale in you know, three, four or five days later on down the line. Um, or, or they may not make the sale, so then you, know, you won't get the sale. Um, but wait seven days at least before you're actually downloading and then taking action on, on the findings of your search term report. And the search term report is actually Amazon telling you what you need to be taking action on. That, that search term report is, is gold. So we do speak to people who haven't downloaded one in, in weeks. So yeah. It's like, or even months or years. It, it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> I was being nice. <laughs> I think just because people are scared about it, so they're not really sure what they're looking at. It's very, it's very much like looking at the back end of Amazon. It's just that you're looking at those similar things for view campaigns that are actually running. Yeah. So it's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, is there any tips that you can give on how to actually look at that search term report? And yeah, we use, um, if you're looking at it manually, we use filters. So in it's effectively a, a big spreadsheet that Amazon allows you to download, um, especially the search term report when it's going to be full of search terms and keywords and 
um, different campaign types. Use the filter function in, um, in Excel. So you can actually get rid of or only focus on what you're looking at. So you can select different campaigns. Um, you can select the ones with the high ACOS. You can select the ones with the sales and look at the search term column is the, um, the column where all the gold hangs out. Okay. And you can sort it by like whatever column you want most. To exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. So get, get used to using the, the filter function in, in Excel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. So maybe for people just sitting here going, okay, I, I, that's cool. Like, could you just step through your process? So when you download the search term report, you said you, you filter it, what would you look at first and then where would you go next? Yeah, so we've actually um, developed some in-house tools for this to, to actually speed it up. But um, you, you're looking at ev- everything, these, these three main things. So you're looking at basically sales, you're looking at impressions, and you're looking at the, the click-through rate. So you're looking at everything that's making sales with a good click-through rate. You've effectively got to come up with your own parameters for what's a winning search term and what's a losing search term. So you have to go into this with um, some set criteria that you're happy with to determine, okay, how wide is my criteria going to be here? If am I going to allow 10 clicks and no sales, am I going to then, you know, negative exact that, or is it going to be 20 clicks and no sales? Am I going to negative exact? So it all depends how aggressive and passive you're trying to be with your campaigns. But yeah, I mean, always look at your, your profit. It is huge when you're looking at this, looking at how much you can actually, how many clicks you can afford. Um, if you've got a really high profit margin, you can afford potentially twice as many clicks before you make the sale as a product with a, you know, 50% profit, uh, 50% lower of a profit margin than, than your current product. Right. So it, it, it's getting back to those, that, that, um, um, that equation. So it's the, how much profit you have in your product, how much is your cost per click and what conversion you're getting. So clicks to order ratio, and that's an equation. So you, you could allow for more clicks if you have a higher conversion and a higher profit margin, for example. I mean, mm-hmm. you can go quite, you know, can go another layer onto that, but um, just interrogate a search term report or look at your search term report with an idea of a criteria in your head. If you're going to look at something with a thousand impressions and no sales, um, do you, are you going to deem that as a, as a losing search term? Okay. And do you have any kind of general parameters for people just so that they've got an idea? Yeah, so where- we would say... And again, it is all linked to your profit margin. So it's all product dependent. But for a rule of thumb, we would say um, 10 to 15 clicks or even up to 20 clicks and no sale. You might be able to deem that that, you know, that search term isn't working or that keyword isn't working. If you're looking at something that's got a thousand impressions and you're still not making any sales, that could be deemed as a losing search term. Yeah. So th- those are really the, and, and again, ACOS, if your ACOS is sky high, it's telling you that something's not working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you've got maybe a cash margin of $3 and your cost per click is $4.50. You need to convert it. Yeah. 50%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, that's, it's that equation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think what you're saying is really understand your numbers, which is um, something that, you know, we, we really work with people on as well is really understanding what, what they are before you even start anything and then understand what's going to affect that criteria as you, as you start to interrogate the search term report. Yeah. So I'll give some examples if, if that makes it easier. So if, um, say you've got a, a $30 product and you've got a $10 profit margin in that, um, you know, if, if you talk to your suppliers or if you can ship by C, if you, is there any way, you know, it decrease your cost of goods, any way you can increase that, the actual profit, the dollar amount on that product. Um, 
that that will make things a lot easier uh, for the for the cost per click. If you can actually focus on keywords that are you know are working well for you, rather than you know a lot of people go out for their main keyword. Yes, you might have to bid on that main keyword, but you might have to take a hit on it. So what what keywords can actually give you a good cost per click? And then it's the it's the clicks to order ratio, which is the the conversion. So where are you getting that conversion? And that you know that the listing is is underpinned by everything. So your ad we say is a is a mini listing really. It's a window through to your listing. So if your ad is showing and it's not getting good conversion, you've got to look at your listing and say, right, okay, why is why is my ad not getting it's getting clicks, but it's not getting mm -hmm. any conversion. So those three <laughs> things, you've got to get the good conversion, you've got to get the lowest possible cost per click and then the highest profit margin. Yeah, it's it's the thing that everybody forgets is that there's two sides of this coin, right? It's traffic and conversion. Exactly. Like, well, yeah. One can't work without the other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of this, I mean, it's these are gold nuggets, right? I mean, you guys have been working with clients for the last 18 months. Obviously, you've had your own Amazon businesses, different accounts, you know, different products. This is where the experience is coming from. But I think what's great is the fact that you've got like kind of three core things there that, that people can actually go and do, and they're going to be able to implement them based on their own metrics. And, and that's kind of what yeah. it boils down to. It's not one size fits all. You've got to really understand the numbers to then understand, okay, well, maybe this product can have more keywords and we can spend more money on this one versus this one over here that might have two or three keywords that convert really well. And it's a lower budget to bear in mind our profitability and ACOS. Yeah. And, and it's going back to what I said at the start, it's not all products um, will react well or have, a, have an amazing advertising opportunity. Um, so for example, if we had a, a client with a big portfolio of 50, 100 products, we wouldn't advertise the same on every single product. We would look at what products have the best opportunity and then focus on those first. Yeah. Um, we, we may not even advertise on some of them that, that the numbers just don't work. So don't expect advertising to work on every single product. Yeah. But there are levers you can pull to actually make that opportunity increase. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing that we have started to really focus on with our coaching clients as well is actually understanding what those costs are going to be upfront before you even yeah. launch the product. And as you said, you know, PPC is not going to be like the be all and end all for everything. But if you can use it profitably, then we know you're going to have an advantage over other sellers that don't actually understand the numbers and the metrics. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it is. Um, we, we've seen is probably one of the biggest single influencers for an Amazon business. If if your numbers work, um, you can you can really scale the brand. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So great. We've gone through some actionable tactics. And um, I know you guys are obviously working with sellers right now. So I know you've also got maybe some new stuff that you're working on. So what are you currently working on for Amazon sellers right now? Yeah, I've got to be careful here not to say too much because it's um, it's not launched yet. But we're working on um, coming from an agency background. We can only work with so many clients. But what we're looking to do is is to have something that is open to to more more clients, basically giving Amazon sellers the sort of empowering Amazon sellers to be able to to run their own PPC the way we have done it. So the way we have actually built our agency, we are we are looking to sort of turn that customer facing and hopefully come out with something very, very soon to, to offer all Amazon sellers. Fabulous. So being able to maybe offer services in a bigger way to be able to service more sellers, essentially. Yeah, we just want to help. Um, we're passionate about helping Amazon sellers with their advertising because I think 
all three of us have found it quite daunting right at the start and we didn't understand it from right at the start and it, it's taken us you know years in the trenches to try and figure out what it all means and and as i said at the beginning it is complicated but our our mission is to try and make it as simple as possible um and just by sort of focusing on those three things that i said um you know keeping it simple um making sure you have the right mindset and choosing the right the right products you can actually make um, a huge impact so we're hoping to come out very soon with um with something uh, i can't really say <laughs> what it is but um yeah it's uh, it's coming out soon well depending on when this podcast airs you exactly. know exactly they might be listening already. Yeah. <laughs> might be out <laughs> put it in the notes at the bottom yeah. um yeah. but that's cool i mean you know we're looking forward to hearing what it is obviously but if people want to contact you in the meantime how do they get in contact with you guys and sponsored profit and understand more about how to um, scale their ppc yeah, so um, they can just head over to our homepage, sponsoredprofit.com. Um, they can either email us from that homepage or send us a message from the homepage, and we've got some other other details on there. Um, or they could book a call if they're looking to be a, a private client. Cool. Yeah, yeah. we'll put the link below this video, obviously, in the show notes and everything. So Perfect. they will have the opportunity for that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, thank you for coming on the show, Tim. It's been great. Obviously, it's been a while since we've got to catch up, but I believe we're going to see each yeah. other this summer again. <laughs> Um, in, in Texas. So that'll be good. Um, yeah. But yeah, great insights, great strategies um, on how to use Amazon PPC effectively to grow your Amazon business profitably. And again, without losing your mind along the way, that's I think the big thing that most people are scratching their heads or pulling their hair or whatever. And it's just, it doesn't have to be that way. And it's really good to see just some simple tactics to get this under control. So if you guys like what you heard today, please be sure to hit the subscribe button below and share our podcast with friends who might get value out of this as well. Also, to get some free training on what it takes to have a successful Amazon business to fill your lifestyle, head over to www.goteamreal.com to download your, our free training today. And we'll see you next week for the next Sprint to Profit episode. And as always, we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, Head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.